0: Book Interrupted has been nominated for a People's Choice Podcast Award. We'd like to thank our fans for all your support. Voting is still open if you'd like to vote for us at www.podcastawards.com. We can be found under the leisure section.
1: Thanks again! Sometimes reading the book isn't enough. We want to be immersed in an idea or feeling. That's why at Book Interrupted we've made a playlist for each book cycle. Visit www.bookinterrupted.com to find playlists for each book cycle and member or check out our YouTube channel. What's on your playlist?
0: Parental guidance is recommended because this episode has mature topics and strong language. Here are some moments you can look forward to during this episode of Book Interrupted. And then they get that thing they wanted. And they're mm. still unhappy. Well, when I got everything I ever wanted. Happiness needs to be the journey. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the point. What bomb
2: <laughs> did you just drop in
3: my freaking head? We've been happy the whole time. We've we've enjoyed doing the things that we love to do.
4: Moderate interest because I am a sapiens
2: myself. That's what <laughs> you'll want us to believe anyway.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh my God. God.
0: Welcome to Book Interrupted, a book club for busy people to connect and one that celebrates life's interruptions. If you'd like to join along, this book cycle is from August 1st to September 5th. It's Leah's book pick, and we're reading Sapiens by Yuval Noah Harari. Sapiens explores how human history has shaped our societies, the plants and animals around us, and even our personalities. Let's listen in to this episode's group discussion. Does anybody want to talk about
5: the happiness part? I talked about it in my final book report. I, um, oh, fair, I, fair, fair. I have a
3: quote. Yeah. I forget, uh, but I remember liking it.
5: I have a quote. Uh, oh, poor I, Kim I is frozen. We should wait for Kim. Hold oh, on. Look at Let's <laughs> well, let me text her. Let me just uh, see. I wonder if she knows Frozen. Oh, I hit the capital Z. Well, maybe she'll wonder what that's about. Oh, Z, <laughs> <Yeah>. you're a Z, and you're frozen. She's not
1: zen.
5: on. Do you guys sing the alphabet song with Z instead of Z because
1: you're Canadian? Oh my God, we were just talking about this uh, yesterday. Z. I do. Z. Z. Yeah, we go. Charlie, yeah. Alex, and I decided we go out of our way to say Zed.
0: It doesn't rhyme with the song. It but doesn't, but we go out Zed, of our
1: way. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I we we say Z or Z. That so still uh, rhymes. Oh, uh, Sharon,
5: Lois, and Bram does that. I think.
0: Yeah, so then it and rhymes their song yeah. with the
5: A. You're adorable. B. You're so beautiful. Yeah. You know that song. Yeah, oh, that's all. It goes through the
3: whole whole alphabet. My little cousin not- who's from from the states, we always used to tease her that she'd say Z and then eventually she's at school one time and cuz she's completely American but she ha- she has us as or relatives and she they asked her, "Well, what is everybody?" And they went around and she's like, "Well, I'm American, but I'm part Canadian." <laughs> We're oh, like, "Oh, even though she's not funny. at all." It's just cuz she's that's why us. I say yeah. Z. <laughs> But and that's so the, like family, out. right? Yeah, that's the whole family. thing,
0: right? She's part of a family Cute. unit.
3: Yeah. She's like part Canadian. <laughs>
5: we're like, okay. That makes you think about the individual thing, how our own story is so uh, deeply interconnected with the people that came before us. And we like to think that we're individuals, but like our lived reality, you bring the history of your family along with you, not just the ones before you, but the ones that were with you as well and how it forms who you
3: are so much. I don't know. I've been thinking about that lately. Mm-hmm. Okay. It reminds me of that question we had to answer in the blog of, would you like to see your ancestors or go or your future? I that think was a tough
1: call. A lot of people said ancestor,
3: didn't they?
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which is interesting. I don't want to know what's going to happen in the future. I think Leah I
0: like and Kim both hope. said future. I don't actually remember what I answered now. Yeah. You answered future. And I think Kim you just said, wrote the word
2: future. again, it. highlights. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You just wrote future. Highlight the future. capitals. Next In capitals, on. I think. B-O-R. Um, <laughs> I think that like those blog questions are so difficult because I'm so changeable. Like if you ask me on Tuesday, going will say something else. No, I was like Meredith. I was
1: like the future <laughs> idea scared me. I was like, mm, I don't want to see that. <laughs> no. Was
2: Marty McFly happy when he
5: saw the future?
0: Right. No. no. Yeah, that, I should I say, did you read Kim's? Kim wrote that um future and she would like Doc to drive her in the DeLorean. That was um, very right. interesting, yeah. Yeah. Kim's you power
5: ha- is out. That's why she's oh. gone. Oh.
0: oh so
1: maybe oh. she
5: can do on the phone. See? Yes. I'll,
1: I'll yeah, see. we can see you. Hey. You're there,
0: yeah. yeah.
4: Wow. You made it. I'm on I'm on my phone. <laughs> That's okay. Because I went to restart my computer and it's getting Windows ready. So I'll see you in about a week. Thanks, computer. I know, right? I
1: hate that.
4: It's not even turned off yet. It's getting Windows ready to turn off.
0: This interruption is brought to you by Unpublished. Do you want to know more about the members and in Book Interrupted? Go behind the scenes? Visit our website at www.bookinterrupted.com.
1: Book Interrupted oh my goodness this interruption is so ridiculous so i think it was about two weeks ago uh that all us members in the book interrupted podcast uh had a group recording session And of course, we got off track, as we often do, um, (laughs) which led to many funny comical moments. One of the comical moments was somehow we ended up discussing like different like food rules. Um, (laughs) And I think it started with Leah sharing that like, what the heck, what is up with this young woman that she witnessed the other day and she had a full like the full size of potato chips like not just like the smaller ones that you can get at convenience stores and the woman was eating them very casually like not like even like emotionally eating or if she was it wasn't evident and so this led to like the group like just of course taking it to a whole nother level and us completely crossing the line And it led to like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if we did like a food challenge? Somehow we got onto mine. I'm like, no, I'd want to like up it a level. Like, wouldn't it be so random and weird if at my place of business, just bring with me like um, a small portion of mashed potatoes and a very large portion of gravy. And of course the gravy would have to come in the standard (laughs) gravy boat or gravy dish, whatever. And it was very funny. And so then the next day, I mean, if I'm going to do this challenge, like the logistics just don't work. How am I going to, I don't have any bubble wrap. How would I, and then I have to make the gravy, which means I have to make the big meal. And so then I was like, no, I just, I don't know that this food challenge is going to happen. So out of sight, out of mind, I move on with my day. I kid you not, the next day, uh, Charlie, that's my oldest daughter, would be allowed to walk some of her friends home, which is really just down the street one way or up the street the other way. Um, and I'm trying to distract myself and I'm like, it should only be like five minutes. And then it's like 10 minutes and then Charlie is still not home. So to distract myself, I was like, oh, well, it's getting close to like my evening snack time. I'll prepare a snack before bed for the little one and I'll get my... A favorite snack to indulge in which is gluten-free waffles with almond butter on top and so I'm distracting myself making the snack I'm getting all worried as every minute passes and my oldest has not returned home and so I'm like I just I couldn't like I had no tolerance for it anymore like the anxiety got too big and I was like I just I just have to go out and find my daughter like that that's just that, that's just it and then I noticed that like my snack it's ready right there um and so i am now <laughs> running holding these waffles stuffing them in my face because as i turn i notice now a fire truck a police car and an ambulance have shown up i literally couldn't so i didn't want to like waste the snack i really wasn't thinking too well at this point i think i'm tipping over into fight or flight i am stuffing in the waffles into my cheeks it looks like uh, chipmunk cheeks And I couldn't, like, I just wanted to be done with the waffles so I could tend to saving my child because now I was spinning a story that obviously those emergency vehicles were there because of my daughter, which wasn't the case. And then it occurs to me, I was like... That was random. I would have loved to have been a witness in the neighborhood to this crazy woman who is running around stuffing waffles in her face looking frantic. So that is my food interruption. Book
2: interrupted. So
1: let's talk about
0: sapiens. Oh, so yeah. Mayor wanted to talk
3: happiness. about oh, happiness. Yeah. Okay.
0: This is what I wrote
5: on the happiness section, which I really enjoyed. It says, happiness does not really depend on objective conditions of either wealth, health, or even community. Rather, it depends on the correlation between objective conditions and subject- subjective expectations. I like that.
3: Mm. Wait, say that again. So, sub- yeah. Yeah. it I says know.
5: that happiness does not really depend on objective conditions of either wealth, health, or even community. Rather, it depends on the correlation between objective conditions and subjective expectations. It you says- are happy with what you have then Mm. you're happy. And if you're always thinking
0: like, I need this to be happy and I need this, I wish I was richer or I had. Here, I'll give you an example. They said in the book, I use this in my, one of my personal Personal journals journals or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So for instance, let's say a guy wanted like a horse and buggy and he got his horse and buggy happy and content, like from the middle ages. He's like, oh, I'm happiness, right? And you assume that modern day people would be more happy than someone in the middle ages that had a harder life, right? But it's not because then you might have someone here that wanted a Ferrari and got a like Pinto. So they're not happy, they're miserable. So it's all about expectations Mm -hmm. for contentment and happiness. I wanted this, but got this. Like actually being able to obtain the things that you desire so it's not based on actual possessions like ferraris or pintos versus a horse and buggy it's i wanted a horse and buggy and got one i wanted a sports car and i got like an economic whatever right you could have two people of the same
5: amount of money and one person is happy with what they have and the other person always wants more
3: and so they're never going to be happy is this the book that had where it was like a two twins and that one of them won the lottery and one of them hurt themselves this, from this yeah. book? Oh, so yeah. one of them won yeah. the lottery and one of them yeah. hurt themselves. But then like after, if you ask them at that point, the person who hurt themselves would say, oh, well, I, this sucks. I'm unhappy. And the person who won the lottery, so they're happy, but ask them in a year or two they both say they have the same contentment level because you kind of get used to think right yeah
0: Mm -hmm. exactly
5: personality i guess contributes like if you're an optimist or if you're if you're content with what you have you might always be content with you have and then there's always there's some people that just always want more and then they get that thing they wanted and they're Mm. still unhappy i guess that's a good training
2: (laughs) for life too for whether like with a child or as an adult is setting expectations and not this one's hard for me is trying not to be goal oriented Mm. might be maybe to try and undo some of that goal oriented behavior
1: might lead to more happiness. Maybe that your value and worth is tied up in and dependent upon your ability to achieve the thing. Like
2: I'm thinking about say like an overachieving high school student that wants to get into med school and then you get there, but then you have this whole nother set of Mm. I wants. And you kind of wonder if you just set expectations almost lower, would you
1: be happier? I think it's the Eckhart Tolle thing, the high intention, low attachment, where you tweak the attachment is to the end result or end form, but you can still have a tremendous amount of drive, integrity, intention towards what you want to fulfill. It's the attachment to the, and then I'll be happy if, then, Or that—that's right. This will
0: create happiness for me Mm -hmm. because if you think a thing or an
2: accomplishment or a goal will be your happiness, like it's an—I had a bit of trouble with that in life when I got well. When I got everything I ever wanted, and (laughs) I kind of yeah went that that day. No, but that time in my life when I got everything I ever thought I could have wanted, I I got it. Like I made it. I did it. I'm, I'm. living it and I still felt the same depression spells and I still have yeah, that you're depression. like now what like I had I,
4: it I, all I feel like you would understand it like how Dax does on armchair expert right mm-hmm. like you thought this was going to make him happy you thought that was going to make him happy you thought whatever's going to make him happy and then what he realized was you have to find the joy in the journey to the goal the goal yeah. can't yeah i kind of
2: always understood that physical things like that you can buy weren't going to be it but i got the real technical life things like i got a partner of my dreams i have the job of my dreams and i had a baby of my dreams and i never really like you always think you're gonna have those things that you dream about as a kid but when you when i got those things that are really are community building and life the life blocks of my life. And I still have this body and brain that wants to circle into depressive cycles. That was heartbreaking for me. How will I ever fix this then? I can't buy it and I can't have a community even. It felt very like terrifying to me. It's just like trying to fix fix something on the inside with something from the outside. Yeah, even humans. Which is kind of like next level. Talk about fucked up capitalism. Really. But I think
0: it's that that's the whole thing, right? Happiness isn't um, the destination. Happiness needs to be the mm-hmm. journey. And I think that's the point. People that are hap generally happy in their lives mm-hmm. might be people that are like happy with the journey. Like they might have self goals. Yeah, that's a better way to kind of reframe it. But they're enjoying, like Kim was saying, enjoying getting there. The process of arriving at whatever life goal they have or dreams they've accomplished. That's a nice way to think about it. Right. They can still want more dreams and stuff, but if they didn't, if it didn't happen the way they thought it was going to happen or didn't happen fast enough, it's not, you get sad about it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think that's what they're saying. And I think that's, I think that's really interesting just because I, when I was younger, I thought if I checked all the boxes, I should be happy. I, I learned it when I was young. Like I was like, Oh, married. Oh, I have the perfect job, I finished school, I'm trying to get my degree, I'm going to build my dream house, check, 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 check. And then at one point, I was like, but why am I so unhappy and lonely and sad and all these things? Like, it was like, oh, maybe the check marks are not actually what makes me happy. Like, if I don't just accomplish all these things doesn't necessarily mean the happiness. So then I had to go back and be like, okay, so I need to look at me now, not just Checking off the list because that's not gonna make my life,
1: you know, my I'm not gonna have an adventure
0: of life. Yeah. But we can still like check marks, right, Sarah? Yeah, I love check marks. I love check marks.
1: uh, Sarah, it reminds me of the lesson that you taught me over three years ago when similar to Leah, I had achieved the status quo, and yet that was The beginning of true sadness, and I would say probably in a dramatic, intense way, despair, right? Because you're just like, what the fuck? Like, you're like, I'm here, but it's something's going like, and I remember we were talking on the phone once And I didn't know, so I'd finally had a break from work after, and I think all of us have started work at an obscenely young age, whether it was babysitting or newspaper routes. Like we've all pretty much been employed in some form, in some capacity since 10, 11, 12 years old, I would guess, right? And having had a break from work and everything I did was therefore then labeled as lazy, Like, cause the slowing down and just, and I remember Sarah saying, but Kara, it's not about your value. Isn't from what you're doing. It's from just the being. And I was like, I was like, I have to hang up the phone. I was (laughs) like, I I was like, what, what (laughs) bomb did you just drop in my freaking head? I was like, value from being, I was like, shut the F up. Value from being? I was like, whatever, but therein that's yeah, I think what uh, we're all talking about is like consumerism and capitalism It is an absolute inability to achieve happiness. You have to deviate from that and the social conditioning that goes along with the consumerism and the bigger, better deal, and you have to find a way to find contentment just with self and being.
3: It, um, did I say the story of the fisherman? Somebody had it up on Facebook. Have I said that on the podcast yet? I don't think so. No. So okay. I, it might've even been Sarah put it up.
0: I put it on. Yeah.
3: Okay. So, but I love this story so much because I, I keep referencing it all the time, but it's basically the story. There's this fisherman guy and he's sitting by the water and he's relaxing after his day on the boat. And this guy comes up and says, well, why are you not fishing more? And he's like, well, I finished fish enough for the day. I'm done. And he said, well, but then, and he's like, well, what would it mean if I fish some more? And he's like, well, then you would have more fish so you can sell it because you'd have more money. And he's like, well, what would I do with the money? And he's like, well, oh, you would buy a bigger boat so you can fish more so you can get more. And he says, well, then, you know, what am I going to do with that? Well, then you're going to make a ton of money and then you're going to be able to big, buy and have employees and all of this stuff. And then at, uh, at the end, and then at the end, he's like, well, what would I do with that? And he's like, well, then you can retire and be happy. And the fisherman looks at the guy and says, well, what do you think I'm doing right now? Oh. It's like, I'm happy. I don't need to do all of those things. I can just fish when I want to and do what I want to. And I use that all the time in reference to like Laird and I, because people always say that what we're doing is not fitting into all of the boxes that every, all of you guys are talking about. And I'm like, but we're happy. We've been happy the whole time. We've, we've enjoyed doing the things that we love to do. We don't need a ton of things. We don't need a ton of money. We don't, you know, we don't necessarily want to get married. We don't want to tick that box, you know, you know, the whole kid thing. Like, I didn't even know if we really wanted kids. I kind of, we tried to have kids because it felt like the thing that everybody does kind of thing. And it's, I just think there's so much pressure in society to fill what you all, what you guys are saying. And when happiness really is just, you know, being who you are in your skin, of having surrounding yourself with people like all of you guys. Oh, I'm emotional. All of you guys <laughs> that I love so much and like support me, and you know, and and having a partner like Laird, and having family that loves me, and you know, doing something that makes me feel fulfilled. So, sorry, that just got <laughs> more no, emotional. But right. I—that's no. what your story is about. but yeah, that's, so that's why it speaks to you because yeah. you're living. You're the fisherman. Yeah. But, but at the same time for everybody else, they say, well, why aren't you doing more? And why aren't you making more money? And why aren't you building the bigger boat? And you're like, but why, what's the point?
5: Like at the end of your life, are you going to look back and go, well, I busted my butt and got money. And uh, now I can be in a nicely decorated room while I die. Like, I don't know. Right. Like, or are you going to remember that? Remember that summer where we moved to Newfoundland and we did that thing or, you know,
3: yeah, that's what I think. So yeah so but then i think everybody in this group is all doing what they love and what they want to do so yeah you know we all learned that lesson hopefully i think so yeah
0: we totally did i think so and i think that's true like i think People forget, like they think if I've, re- like Leah was saying, I arrive at this destination or like me, I've checked all these boxes, then I'll be happy and I'll have this perfect life and I'll do this, you know, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do and that's what leads to happiness. And then if you talk for a second, you realize, oh no, no, what I'm doing right now is happy. I'm happy doing this. I don't need to get there because I'm mm. already happy. So yeah, I like, I really it's like, like that fisherman story too. It's very much kind of like the culture of here. Like there's plenty of people who are very ambitious and stuff like that, but it's not, it's like, but I'm happy. I want to have a life. Why would I work myself to death for what? To have more life. I have that now yeah, to have a bigger
3: house or a bigger TV yeah. or, uh, you know, Love you. but then we also, I'm talking from privilege, you know, that's, right. that's yeah. also <laughs> true. And I'm talking from privilege that I have people like you and my family to support me and all of those things as well. to help.
2: But. Yeah. We got a, We got, uh, we got a good start. I think all of us got a pretty, as far as things go, even, Mm -hmm. you know, we got a good start. Yeah. Especially when reading that next book. Yeah. Holy. Kimmy. (laughs) But we're not allowed to talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) On another episode. Soon. Would everybody like to, would everybody recommend the book?
0: Oh, yeah. That's what we need to
2: say. Yeah. Great. Everybody would recommend well, this. Yeah. Yes. No, I would yeah, recommend this book. Mm-hmm. I would
3: recommend this book.
0: Would you Kim? You recommend it? Yeah, yeah, both, yeah. Kim. You would, yeah? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's good.
4: It was just hard to read. Like it's just it was like work for me. Interesting. Right. You know, like it's hmm. not where my passion lies. All of the information was super interesting. And when reading it, it was engaging enough that it like I wouldn't have finished it if it was if it was really bad or something like it is interesting it's Mm -hmm. just not where my passion lies right like you can eat you can devour something obviously that is where your interests are right Mm -hmm. so I guess I have a moderate interest because I am a sapiens myself
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's what you'll want us to believe anyway
5: (laughs) (laughs) fake news
2: <laughs> yeah that's perfect
5: uh. gossip
0: Kim. yeah what are they called kim's too he- <laughs> what are those um there's a whole there's a whole like conspiracy theory you know there's that conspiracy lizard people therapy.
2: lizard draconians. people thank you <laughs> Drag- dragonians draconians
0: oh, so that's I think it's draconians
2: think
0: Kim kim's a draconian there's our,
2: yeah. there's our new <laughs>
3: gossip. Isn't that from Game of Thrones? Oh,
2: shapeshifter.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, I'm gonna learn dragons. Need to know. I'd like to be a shapeshifter. That'd be cool, right? Yeah, yeah, like a mystique from the. Oh, we should yeah. make that one of
0: the
1: questions. I think, like, what superhero? I think. No yeah. more
4: questions. Wow,
5: we're
1: all. Yeah. i not everybody pick answer mystique? that question? Because I want a little bit from Column A, a little bit from Column B. Yeah, yeah I'd
3: like to be. I yeah. dream of genie. Because I want to go oh. like this and come visit everybody. Be yeah. so like, "Oh, Sarah, totally I'm going to come see to your that. new house."
1: Oh, yeah. look.
0: Okay, I got to go back to work. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so. she doesn't have that like tor- her, like bad backstory at all. That's a perfect yeah. one. I was always thinking wow. like a lot of these superheroes have like these kind of sad backstories, you know, like. But that's just a one. superhero. But I
3: think she just tells <laughs> to whatever the guy is, and <laughs> she's like, just a that's true. Yeah, she's her just bad a bad. Lives in the bottle. Yeah, it's true. She's stuck in a bottle. That kind of yeah. stuff. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think he puts the lid on her sometimes and is like, you know, ah! so. yeah. you're
4: yeah. in trouble, Jeannie. Yeah.
0: Thank you for joining us on this episode of Book Interrupted. If you'd like to see the video highlights from this episode, please go to our YouTube channel, Book Interrupted. You can also find our videos on www.bookinterrupted.com. Are you a self-published
3: author are you looking to promote your book? We are looking for you. I personally know how hard it is to write a book as I always seem to be writing one but never finishing it. Get the word out to listeners in 42 countries and growing about your literary masterpiece. Go to bookinterrupted.com sponsorship for more
1: information.
0: Moments you can look forward to on next week's Book Interrupted
1: cheating and having a book affair reading this one. I've never thought history has been more interesting.
5: Like it it is a book that you could read a little bit of and then put away. Circle back Mm. to the circles. It wasn't a torture
3: for me. Leah predicted, made a prediction of all of us. Oh yeah, I did. I forgot. Book
1: interrupted.
4: (laughs) Never forget every child matters.